0: Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. These are the words of MLK that guide my activism and passion about standing up for social justice, whether for climate change, refugee rights, or racial justice. Today I'm going to talk to you about three things how I got involved, why I got involved, and my faith throughout. This past year has been super crazy for me and I grew as an organizer and as a person. February 2019, I joined a group called US Youth Climate Strike. I actually found it on Instagram after an activist I follow had posted about the group. It was so new that I was one of the first 10 people in the group chat. Climate strikes in the United States were a new idea. It had never been done before. The months leading up to March 15th were probably the craziest of my life. I have always been passionate about advocating for civil rights and justice as I grew up attending protests with my parents. But I had never planned a protest myself, obviously. I mean, I was 14 years old, and here I was, one of the leaders, planning the D.C. climate strike on March 15th. I learned so much in this process. I learned about leading and delegating. I learned about logistical things I had never thought about before. Everyone on the team was under 18, and we had to figure out how to get a permit, a stage, a sound system, and speakers. We had to figure out how to get people to show up. We had to make press releases and do interviews. This was all completely new for me. I had never even done an interview before this. It was hard, yes. It was time consuming, yes. But it was totally worth it. It was worth it because I knew what we were doing was important and was needed. We needed to let politicians and the country know that the youth of America are demanding change. It was worth it because I was not alone. March 15th was an experience I will never forget. The adrenaline that filled me when I stood on that stage in front of the U.S. Capitol, looking out and seeing hundreds of people, including my friends, look back at me with hope, was truly something unforgettable. After March 15th, I became the National Finance Director for U.S. Youth Climate Strike. My job was completely different now and I had to learn in a different type of way than I had before. I worked with others to find funding to launch strikes across the country on September 20th. Let's just say it was a challenge, but I'm grateful for the opportunity. September 20th, the last climate strike, was very different from the first. There were a lot more people and groups that I had to work with, I was among the 30 youth invited to attend the United Nations Youth Climate Summit on September 21st. Representing the youth at the global gathering, not just the U.S., was a great honor. Unfortunately, despite getting the attention of international leaders, I felt we were invited to be seen and not heard. Today, I'm the leader of the DMV chapter of U.S. Youth Climate Strike, and I'm working to grow the movement at the local level. So the reason I got involved at first was I was tired of the people in power not listening to their constituents about matters that were ruining our future. Getting into the climate movement, I was advocating for actions like reducing plastic in the ocean, preparing for the extreme weather, and controlling air pollution. But I soon learned, and I'm still learning, what the climate crisis entails, and my purpose has changed. I was advocating for my future without realizing that the climate crisis is affecting people right now. For me, the climate crisis is at the intersection of racism, class inequality, and global injustice. In fact, communities of color and low-income communities are the most disproportionately affected by the climate crisis. Think about Flint or Puerto Rico. It hurts me that these communities are in danger right now and still no action is being taken. There are a number of ways my faith has played a part in my activist journey. Growing up in the church, I was taught about treating others how I wanted to be treated, equality, and being a good person. Throughout my life, CCPC has been a big part of fueling my passion for social justice. When I was in third grade, the whole, cho- the whole church supported me with my idea of boxes and socks for homeless youth. I don't know if you remember or not, but that was my beginning. <laughs> the mission trips I've been going on with Eric have opened my eyes and put me in places I had never been before. These new experiences have helped me throughout the work that I do. We helped people with our hearts and our hands, and that was enough. And even though we weren't changing their situation, we were showing them that someone cared for them. Our church, always standing for justice, is something super important to me, and I applaud you all for that. I will will never forget that Pastor Molly took me to my second protest. This protest was about something I am super passionate about. Families belong together. And it was even more impactful that this was right after we came back from the Florida mission trip where we had spent helping immigrants. Two years ago, this man came and spoke. I don't know if some of you remember. His name was Daryl Davis. um, And that day, I left the room with ideas that made me a better organizer. Often when your life revolves around social justice, it's easy to let yourself get really mad at people who have different opinions or just saying things to make you mad. That day in this church taught me a skill most adults still don't understand, and that is you don't have to agree with someone to show them respect. Now, okay, I'm not perfect with this trait whatsoever, and it's actually really hard to do, but it's always on my mind, and it's super necessary. Also, the work that this church has done with refugees has impacted my life more than I ever knew it would. It's given me a new eagerness to advocate for refugee rights and against war because I saw how hard it is and the struggle they had to face. It's helped me with my work to encourage Arab American youth activism. Recently, this has grown to be really prevalent. I'm now an intern at the Arab American Institute and I love it. And just last week, I went to a protest against war with Iran. I've launched a platform to unite Arab American youth and educate all about issues affecting our community. All of this has influenced my faith. Now, I'm going to give you all a little Bible reference because I'm cool like that. Um, Think about the story of David and Goliath. No one thought David would win because Goliath was this big, scary, powerful giant, and David just had a rock. But now I want you to think about it like this. David is the youth and Goliath is the politicians, and I know that the youth will win like David. When you're trying to change something, it's often easy to start losing hope because change is difficult. That's why having faith is so important because even when change looks impossible, something always happens, and things might not be what you expect, but goodness always prevails. Although we still don't have comprehensive climate policy, which we still need, don't get me wrong. I'm hopeful because I have a new community and some of the closest and amazing friends. Here are the main takeaways I wanna leave you with. You don't have to be a certain age or have certain skills to organize for something you're passionate about. And often your faith can surprise you with how much it had an effect on your life. It definitely did for me. Thank you.
1: As a teenager, I sometimes feel in certain situations like my views or my concerns aren't being taken seriously. I think some people my age have it a lot worse than I do in many different aspects. For example, there are kids my age living in cities like Atlanta or just up I-95 in Baltimore and can't even step outside without the fear of being shot or being unlawfully imprisoned. There are teenagers in the Middle East who have to worry about being persecuted because they don't identify as part of the same religion as others. Overall, it can be a really scary world, and it can be hard to understand that God is by my side through it all. When the Parkland school shooting took place, it caused sadness because innocent people had been killed who weren't even grown yet. They had entire lives ahead of them, Some of these people had athletic scholarships ahead of them next year in college, or were just great people to be around in general. It caused outrage because yet again, someone who had no business owning a gun or a weapon used it as a weapon of war and mass murder. The shooter, Nicholas Cruz, had been reported multiple times to the police, even the FBI because of how much of a threat he was, not only to himself, but to those around him, and to those who didn't even know him. And they probably would have helped him. Caused fear, because there was no indication that this wouldn't be happening again to some random school in the country. Yes, it caused fear because there was no indication that this wouldn't happen again, and that We students couldn't even go to school and focus on what we needed to do without worrying about that possibility. I remember sitting in Spanish class one day, shortly after this happened and thinking about what I'd do if it weren't my school or to one of my friends and where in the classroom I would take shelter. Lastly, it caused something special, very special, something I hadn't seen before then and that was God's will for justice resonating itself among me and many other students my age in this country. Within the following days and weeks of this tragic event, kids my age began to wake up. We began to feel determined to never let this happen again. I began to feel determined to never let this happen again. I thought to myself, why would God want innocent people to continue to have their lives put at risk And if Jesus were physically here to see this, what would he do about this? Jesus is the prince of peace, not the prince of death. So I felt like I was doing the right thing by joining a few thousand other students across the DMV and walking out of school in the middle of class in order to draw attention to the gun violence issue in our country that I felt had gone under the radar for a very long time. I was fired up. It wasn't fair that Those who were scared of this happening to them were so powerless, while those in office had little danger of it being them, so they didn't seem to care even the slightest bit. They were focused on things like the economy and the military. Who's going to be in the military or help boost the economy when people are being shot regularly and can't focus on what they need to do in certain parts of the country? I wasn't only focused on schools, but also those in the projects, where, as I said earlier, life gets really bad. My faith leads me to strive for justice for those who don't have the means to speak up. That also came down to this because I felt like nothing about the situation was fair. In retrospect, I really felt the spirit of God during this because everyone was on the same page and were trying their best to accomplish something, even though those in power told us to stay in school or that nothing would change. That was a big slap in the face. As a result, The people who tried to focus the attention away from the issue brought the attention back to the issue. There was another walkout and a bigger march was being planned for a few weeks ahead. Keep in mind that this never turned violent. I was proud that teenagers who some say shouldn't have any business having a voice made an impact. I believe in helping the powerless because I believe that this is what Jesus would do and God wants us to do those types of things. Justice needs to be done because that's what God wants. This almost reminds me of Moses freeing the Israelites because they were being oppressed and they were probably feeling as powerless like I did and many others did in the spring of 2018 when the gun violence walkouts took place and all these horrible shootings were taking place. I believe people deserve to be treated the way Jesus would want and that's another reason why I feel this was the right thing to do you may ask why God would let this happen to people. Why would he let innocent people die? I don't think God can prevent that from happening, but I think that God will be with us when it does. However, the more that we as Christians strive to fulfill what God wants us to do and serve justice when it's needed, we'll be much better off as a society. Even though the gun violence rates haven't changed that much since this, Credit is due to we as teenagers to this generation. Continuing to pull off walkouts and protests is a tough thing to do, and it's even tougher when it involves skipping class, even if it's through Jesus Christ's will, to make sure the right thing is done. I witnessed the spirit of God during that time, and there's not a single doubt in my mind. I truly believe God is on our side when it comes to issues beyond this, from climate change to the Me Too movement and so forth as long as every single person who wants to fight for it steps up and acts because this is exactly what the Lord would want us to do because the Lord has our back and knows what truly is right. And if he didn't, movements such as the Civil Rights Movement wouldn't have worked because there would have been, no, there would have been nothing, no sense of hope that kept them going. For all we know, the world would be a lot, a lot different if God didn't have our back. Amen. Our young people have a dream. They have many dreams. And the church helps put the roots to those dreams. My friends, now is an opportunity to support your church with your financial offerings. So let us dedicate our lives once again to God. Let us dedicate the fruits and the works of our laborers to the work of God. Our morning offering will now be received.